0: Okay, today at the Wedding Fox podcast here on a Sunday afternoon in February, a rainy Sunday in Charlottesville, Virginia, we have two wonderful people in the wedding business um, taking part with the podcast today and the interview, and it's Mark Hahn with Harvest Moon Catering, and Anne Kebler of Charlottesville Makeup. Artist. Charlottesville Makeup Artist. Sorry. Um, So anyway, today we're going to uh, discuss um, what are some of the things that the bride doesn't think about before she comes and visits individually with the vendor, say for catering or makeup as in the two today, I screwed that up. Let me redo it. Um, You got this today. I know I'm nervous. Today we're talking uh, with Mark Han of Harvest Moon Catering and Ann Kibler of the Charlottesville makeup artist. Uh, We're going to discuss Some of the top things that a bride should think about once she sits down with her wedding vendor, in particular today, Harvest the Catering Company with Harvest Moon and Ann Kipler's Charlottesville makeup artist. Um, okay, so I want to turn it over first to Mark to just real quickly give you a little bit about how long he's been in the business of uh, the Charlottesville catering and wedding business here in Charlottesville. Um, he's been here a while, seen a lot, and um, I'm going to turn it over to him to give you some of his
1: background. Thank you, Karen. I really appreciate the introduction. Um, again, my name is Mark Hahn. I am uh one of two owners at Harvest Moon Catering, and I've been in business since August of 1995. Uh, I don't know what that means, 22 or 23 years coming up on, I believe. Um, it's been a great run. We've been uh, very blessed with a uh, an entry point into the market that uh, has seen catering and events and Charlottesville as a town go nowhere but up, and it's it been a blessing to be a part of this whole industry, uh, and specifically, um, really watching a burgeoning wedding market, um, you know, be created right in front of us. The uh, the Charlottesville market pulls people from. Uh, obviously from an alumni base where the University of Virginia is um, located and we get a lot of students who come back um, to kind of get married here in town and now uh, again as the evolution of this market changes grows we're really starting to see a lot a lot of brides and grooms who are Atlanta and New York and coming together and finding Charlottesville as a middle ground Uh, for where families and friends can kind of come and um, join each other in this sort of central place, obviously with all the beauty and cool things that we have going on as a backdrop for your weekend. So it's really, really great.
0: And so did you start with the wedding business as sort of part of your business, or did you grow into that more and more as the Charlottesville wedding business evolved? You just saw the opening. And when do you think that that started to really take off in your opinion?
1: Well, we started, uh, I have, I have a, you know, a a winding path as to how I got here. And we started with um, uh, actually catering to the Greek system at the University of Virginia. So uh, my partner and I, one sorority, one fraternity, uh, a 1985 Pontiac Safari wood-paneled station wagon and and those two accounts. And that's kind of how we got ourselves going. And uh, we just literally, those two accounts, one semester, three the second, six the following year, eight into year two. Uh, And then we went out and bought the Blue Moon Diner on West Main Street. Um, A classic. Operated Mm -hmm. the catering company in that space. And then the following year opened up the diner itself. So we're doing both things at the same time. Uh, And we really stayed with that. Fraternity sorority mix for about a year and a half, two years. Um, and then started turning our attention slowly towards doing those special events for those for those Greek institutions. Uh, and the next thing you know, about two and a half years in, uh, you know, some some friends had asked, "Hey, would you consider doing our wedding? And so it
0: was a natural. <coughs> Kind of a natural progression.
1: You know, it's one of those things. You start to make a little name for yourself. You're doing a few small events. You start to get a little confidence. You start to understand the, really the, the smallest amount of how to really make an event come off. Uh, and obviously, 23 years has been a long, long uh, learning pathway. But uh, at that time, yeah, somebody took a chance. And guess what? They got a pretty good deal. And, uh, you know, and we did a great job. Um, And then word of mouth, referral, word of mouth, the number one thing beyond all things in this industry, I believe, or at least for a a small market like ourselves, um, where there is, you know, nothing better than having a venue, a florist, a makeup artist say, I've worked with those people. They have great food. They've got good service. The, the makeup artist made me look beautiful, but, you know, whatever it is that sort of kind of emboldens the, the reference and the recommendation. Um,
0: and, and so from this wood paneled Pontiac that I'm envisioning in my head, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I have now been to your new spot, which is really lovely. Thank you. Um, and Mark was really sweet and gracious to host all of us in the industry at different times um, to come by and, and have A little refreshments, which was lovely and some great food and, and, and meet each other and talk and bond of all of us in the wedding business of Charlottesville, which were really kind of unique. And we're all really been here some a while, some not so long. Um, and, uh, there's so much pool of talent. That's why, you know, here we are around the table so that he's been here a long time and can really give you a great, um, insight into To um, the wedding industry, as well as all the different ins and outs and things that you need to think about. So he's a great one that for the subject subject of today, which is things to think about before you go in and (laughs) and talk with somebody.
1: And if I can just add one thing that's really nice about this little um uh exercise and and podcast that you're putting together, it allows me to meet somebody new who I haven't had a chance to meet before. And Thankfully, I'm having two more vendor parties, and I can invite Anne to the next <laughs> one. And so exactly, thank you for uh, putting us in the room together.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've had a few of these already, and we found like one time three people here all came from Boulder originally, and they did not know that. So it's 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 been nice. I mean, it's really been... It's it's small, it's intimate, right. but it's sweet. But this is the point: is to just sort of get beyond the beautiful photographs and learn, you know, and 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 get a little more texture and really realize who's back here, you know, making your wedding perfect <laughs> come true. Absolutely. And now, it's Anne, it's your turn, my dear. Go ahead and give us your bio, darling. I want to know why and how you end up in Charlottesville.
2: It's kind of funny. You know, first, I just want to say the feeling is mutual. It is really nice to meet you. Um, I see your company name on all of you guys, both of you, on the dossier constantly. Um, And what's funny is that I think when we do our trials with our brides, we have a couple hours or an hour where we sit and we talk to them and the subject of wedding vendors comes up all the time and most of our brides are not local and so their next stop is a tasting or florist appointment um usually they do it on the same few days that they do the trial with us so we are also connected in that way they literally see us back to back most of the time
1: yeah always on a saturday and a sunday no
0: this, <laughs> this is true and i know this we yeah it's 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 nonstop, but we love it. This is what I tell people. We're not the in it. Best. You know, you're in it because you're a little nuts, but because you're passionate. Because Absolutely. you, 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 you got to love the jazz hands. Showtime, folks, that's sort of under the pressure. Every weekend is a show and it just it either jazz you or you'll burn out. You won't. You're, you're not meant for it. You know, you can either roll with it. or What is the saying about the kitchen? You can't take the heat. Yeah, get out of the kitchen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the heck so.
0: And some of us dance around about it all the time. So anyway, um, thank you for your introductions, but you didn't tell us how you ended up in, because I like to call Charlottesville Che Vegas sometimes. (laughs)
2: Um, It's a crazy story, actually. I um, um, started off, I went to college at James Madison University, and I had an international business marketing degree. Uh, Makeup was something I always loved, and beauty was something I always loved and was passionate about, but I... The artist in me stayed suppressed and um, I was vice president of a mortgage company uh, at a pretty young age and then, you know, made things happen. But I realized um, after the crash, the mortgage market crash, that um, things got tough. So um, I relocated to Charlottesville with my then uh, boyfriend at the time. And um, I got the job that I really wanted, which was doing makeup and beauty. Um, And I did that for a couple years and for a large company. And I found out during some point of meeting that I was the number two artist in the region. And I just didn't know what to do with myself. So, (laughs) my God, really? I'm just you know nothing special I just really oh, like what yes I do or am <laughs> no what it mean, yeah, you know, I know you're just passionate about what you do and all of a sudden you hear this and it's like wow it really kind of opened my eyes
1: um, what, what does that mean the number two what, what is what yeah what is that so they did
2: it based to? on artistry and on the number um, I guess it was also customer um, reactions as well as sales and um you know,
0: just that kind of thing. So it's a whole,
1: it was really it was a like, holistic, yeah. Uh, yeah. do That's
0: you great. mind saying the company that you worked for? Yeah, yeah, sure. It was Mac cosmetics. Yeah. Um, and it's a great company. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And they're really big on artistry. And I think, I use them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we do often, we do men. <laughs> yeah. groups. I was I'm actually very thankful. I was going to
1: say I'm, something, I'm go but see I did I'm my wife later and I'm going to feel like I know a little bit more. I'm oh. sure it'll come up. Be like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, Mac.
0: Yeah. You can throw that
1: out there. <laughs> yes, Absolutely.
0: So um,
2: I also got a ton of requests at the time to do makeup for weddings. And, you know, who doesn't love weddings? I mean, such a happy day. Um, Brides think about it their whole lives and they're just so positive and it's just all magical. And, And being a part of that day is just such a huge honor and being able to bring that joy to somebody who... I mean, it's just beautiful thing. So I realized how much I loved weddings and how much I love doing this. And so I started doing more weddings and it got to a point where
0: you were everywhere.
2: Yeah, and that job. job was kind of a drag. The real <laughs> job was just kind of a drag. So I, I left it and um, started my own thing and um, got a loan from my mom to help me with my initial kit because it's yeah. thousands of dollars in makeup. Um, and I just got started from there and it worked out and we brought hair on um, and now we brought makeup artists on and now we have a team of 12 and, um, we absolutely love what we do. Every single artist is passionate about what we do. And we talk every single, after every single wedding, um, about how it went and how much fun it was and the great brides we got to meet.
0: And just the energy in Charlottesville is really special. And I and I um, I like the fact that you're so deep as far as like you have a good, solid team and your energy. It's so upbeat. And and you've got that sort of fire in your belly, which I know, you know, I also have ADHD, Karen. Okay. (laughs) don't we all? I think probably everybody at this table probably has to have a little bit of that because you're always got like five balls in the air at least. And you're like, Oh, you know, where do I go next? How do I do this? Um, that's why I, when I met, you knew, you know, I really connected with you cause I liked your energy and your focus. And I could tell you're not, you're not playing around, you know, you're, 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 you're on it to win it. Oh, and yeah! To do it right right By deal. the client, absolutely. And this is and what that's, I you always you know instead of your mood or being an artist, artist. No, the you are art, no. Because it's it's important that you listen. And I've heard that you you actually you know she did what I asked. You know, and that's that's important because you know artists can go into something designers, yeah. <laughs> you know, that designer it's a fine mind. line of, you know, they push uh, what they want or what yeah. they can do or what they're comfortable with. Or do you listen, which is what I try to do. I had a bride yesterday in a consultation and I said, it's so good to see you because I can see your, what you're wearing, what you put on that makes you look good, what you feel good in, you know, your clothes, your hair, your makeup. It gives me an idea of their style. And so it's important that you sit down with them. What I hear back is she did exactly, and it looks beautiful. It was flawless. Da, 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 da. So that's good. Same thing with Harvest Moon Catering. I always hear. Yeah. The food is good. The food is good. good. The My husband good. owns Never a photo in
2: Charlottesville. And uh, one of the things um, on his list is he always um, you know, puts in the contract, you know, provide a vendor meal to the attendant. And whenever it's your company catering, they're always excited. I remember <laughs> Nate, yeah, he, he's, Nate, probably, he's so jealous because, you know, we're in and out before the action happens and he's there for the party. And so he gets fed this great food <laughs> and um, he used to take pictures. I kid you not, because we're both foodies. Take pictures of the food. Be like,
0: look what I'm eating tonight. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he should probably hashtag that and say HMC is feeding me. Anyway, that's, very nice.
1: that's good. It's no good question <clears throat> that 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 vendor meal is is pretty important.
0: Absolutely. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, they're there long, 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 long hours. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. no, it's pe- something, uh, yeah, it's something that we, we try to keep in mind, uh, and you go through, you know, all the difficulties of, we all have a timeline yeah. and it's all related to the bride. And yet we all want to try to take care of each other within the industry. And so even that becomes another complication to the event. Um, mm-hmm. not that we don't solve it by any right. stretch, but something else that we have to figure out. Well, wait a minute.
0: When do when they We're eat? serving <laughs> dinner,
1: is usually when the photographer is actually not having to take as many pictures. Well, actually, well, we can't serve you while we're serving them because that's, you know, right? So you have to figure out how to get them fed at the right moment. And anyway, it's just. The uh, timing is everything. Yeah. It For it really us, is. too.
2: I mean, that is something that we are so, so crazy about is to end on time hair and makeup. I think when you have creative people, it's really easy for it to run late, but we take that deadline when the bride wants to be done. Seriously. very seriously. Every single one of my artists, if we're even a minute late, it's like, Oh my God, we were late. You know, like we, we really take that serious because every minute we run over in hair and makeup, the photos go later and then the ceremony runs later and then the food's cold. <laughs> and then my husband hears about it at the, at the reception, you know, it and it's rolls, like the photo the, booth the, got, the, yeah, it's a, bowl, it's a roll, yeah. effect. Yeah. And so, um, I think that timing and making that really um, a priority is something that has made us very successful because it's also respect for the people who you're working with, because the more you run into that time, you're taking from somebody else.
1: Um, so would you say that that's something that a bride Walking into your industry or my industry, would, might need to know ahead of time. That's one of those things that she yeah. might have to think about.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, not that so much. That the,
1: ti- that the timing of it is important. The that, timing
2: of it is important, absolutely. But it's
0: not something she really has to think about at all. Yeah, like, but we you, take total you say, care of her. Exactly. But would you, well, if 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 hair and makeup is super important to her and hanging with her. Cause it's often happens in a room yeah, yeah. with a whole bunch of girls that maybe haven't seen each other in a while right. and a little champagne is flowing yeah, absolutely. and Warm. things get warmed up and kind of happies. And then the next thing, you know, they're not really sitting in the chair cause they're gabbing and you're trying to, you know, get them in and out. Do you find that's one of the things that they need to think? Is that important? Do I build in maybe in my timeline that time it's kind of coming back to our, 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 conversation here today would be something that do you ever ask them like think about how important that is to you to have that time with your your girlfriend yeah
2: you know but part it's something that they should know is important but it's not really something they should worry about at all because honestly it's our problem (laughs) We, we make it our problem. You know, we politely say, um, you know, sweetie, it's, we need to have you in the chair,
0: <laughs> you know, and let move it on. You know, we're very good. Okay. About so you're, so what you're saying to me is putting our, foot when down, I, I like, when I need you to be ready, when I tell my girls, there's, um, they're all, I have really, really great women that work for me and, and some men and some men. Um, but, uh, I always tell what I have to find my border collie because I want somebody who's going to nip at the rest of them's heels, you know, get them going, get them there, get them out. So I'm always looking who's going to be my border collie. So you have good border collies. Now, Absolutely. kinda of one those of my girls master in season. is <laughs> a border collie. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, it's so,
2: because we, you know, it, maybe you the bride might get them. a little annoyed with us for like a second, but I would rather, all of us would rather, and we've talked about it as a team, we would all rather that the bride's a little bit annoyed for just a moment, but then not late because in the end, she'll be happier. When it runs late, hair and makeup runs late, the whole thing just messes. The whole thing just pushes. It does um, and it causes a lot of stress for um, for them. And it's more fun to get into your dress comfortably and have your bridal portraits done comfortably and be happy and, laughing. Well, I know it, and the, when you feel happy and relaxed and beautiful, the, the images are, are, are beautiful and magical. But if you're like underneath stressed, sweating, <laughs> sweating, <laughs> sweating, they don't there. look as good <laughs>
0: and your makeup's already coming off. No, I know that like for photographers, like if they've only hired them for a certain amount of time, and they're sitting in that chair for 45 minutes longer than they should have. No. And it happens. It definitely ends up, which they're not aware of. And so it's good in your mind, you're keeping it in the forefront because that's just money. They're just flushing because right. they're not going to get those pictures into this, into all the way through, you know?
1: So this is just the interesting reality of having two different industries in the room. Cause you would say, well, what, what it comes from a totally different perspective. So I, Anne is obviously doing the good stewardship of keeping her bride on that timeline. Mm-hmm. And what I'm doing in terms of giving them a holistic 30,000 foot in the air view of what's going to happen mm-hmm. is to give them the scenarios to help them build that timeline ahead of time, like to give them a sense of, I, I might say, and actually maybe I'll throw this in my repertoire of hey, you know, give yourself the right amount of time with your wedding bridal party to do your hair and makeup, because that is a really fun experience. Mm -hmm. And don't lose the opportunity to enjoy that intimate moment with these girls who you're going to lose once the big party starts going. You know, I mean, everybody scatters and, you know, you see each other. So and that's the kind of stuff like for us, we. We, we think about it from event to event. So for example, I'll talk to, again, we'll give a bride a sense of time and timeline and how to structure your event. So on a often I'll say at the rehearsal dinner, we're doing a rehearsal dinner. I'll say, hey, listen, your rehearsal dinner may be a place where actually you bleed your cocktail hour a little bit longer. Because here's the moment for a lot of people who are coming for the weekend who happened to be coming into the room for the first time and seeing each other. So there I actually say, Hey, you know, you could actually take an extra 15 minutes because you're all catching up for the first time. Cousins, seeing cousins, aunts and uncles, friends, right. who haven't caught up with each other. Here they are. They just got into town. Some just flew in. They drove from the airport. They show up. Uh, you know, maybe they didn't come Thursday night and do the catch up before. Right. So people are just rolling in. So I said, Hey, you know what? Sometimes it takes a little longer to rest people away from that conversation. So that's the kind of timeline consideration that we'll share with a bride as she's planning that event. You build in the buffer. Yeah. We'll keep that in mind for them. Uh, you know, same thing, uh, you know, looking at it from that perspective of, you know, you, you have five hours that's kind of standard not to say that you can't break from that but actually one of the things we do know is people begin to get hungry it is why a cocktail hour is an hour long it tends to act it's amazing they named the part they named it the perfect thing it's an hour because it's just about the right amount of time to grab a few bites have some conversation get a drink or two and then you actually start to get hungry you know that whole process so that's the that's some of the things that from a timeline perspective is what I kind of think sometimes brides should walk into
0: thinking about a little thinking bit, thinking of-
1: about being open to understanding the whole event from the moment of sharing that makeup from how long you want your pictures to take to, are you going to be part of the cocktail hour or are you going to do pictures during that whole period of time? And then how right. does that include you in the event and how do we react and move with you? Because
0: with food, I mean, that's a big old dance oh, right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I have I so much
2: we'll, admiration for what you oh, do. Yeah, we all do.
0: Literally it's like, 450 places. It's, 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 and now with everybody's like, I have three, three nieces. They're all vegans. And, um, so, uh, you know, the requirements and the food and the dance that they have to do and then have it hit warm, you know, warm and delicious and edible for everybody. It's, it's, it's it's a true, you know, talent as far as like being able to just prepare that and, and, and have it go off a hitch and, you know, and, and to do it over and over and over. It it takes those number of years sometimes to get it all kinks. I mean, any new restaurant, you always hear, you know, maybe don't go right away because they got to work it out. So it's natural, Mm -hmm. but these people have got it down, you know, and that's, you know, but it's also something like you were saying, I don't know, what are some of the other things that you want them to think about when they hire? Cause there's all these different kinds of ways now to have experience your food with all these foodie things. There's mm-hmm. the home style, there's the buffet, there's the sit down, you know, are there different requirements? Like if it's 150 people, is that considered now a small wedding or a large wedding? I mean, where do you sense that sort of trend of plated or not plated or when do things break off when does that timeline affect those things
1: does that make sense it does make sense I'm, I'm just going to jump a little bit from that just to say one thing which is when we're asking the question of what the bride should know coming in
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think it's i think it's important for all of us to remember and for the bride ultimately to know that yeah. they actually don't
0: know yeah. W- right. Absolutely. They don't know. But it's, it's blank.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully it's the first time. <laughs> hopefully it's the only time. Uh, it's a big event. Um, and we as as vendors and hopefully they come in a little bit open minded to mm-hmm. sort of say, hey, we'd like to use your experience. Obviously, uh, you know, we want to know, you know, what right. you've done, how you've done this in the past. And so it's a combination of open mindedness from them to want to utilize the resources and the tools and the references that are provided as well as for us to be clear that one of our primary jobs is to actually offer some advice explain this mm-hmm. process
2: and educate them, a little give
1: them that those nuances and educate absolutely and so i had a couple in just the other day and uh or yesterday they were doing a tasting and I looked at the menu and they didn't have any hors d'oeuvres and I said well that seems strange um and it turned out it was a, it was a budget issue okay and um uh but they were still having a cocktail hour and so you can um, fit
0: those things kind of in there.
1: Well, so what we wanted to do is so I went out and I talked to them, and it's obviously the combination of making sure they know I, I'm not trying to break their budget in this moment. I'm not trying to upsell them on. Right. You know, here's the, the hippest, fanciest, highest price order. If I can serve you. But I am trying to share with them that. You leave for the, what you know, you're you're doing something, you're in this town, you're doing something that, uh, you know, you're going to Monticello, you're off to the university to walk, you're on the downtown mall. Right. If you're lucky, you've had lunch at the right time because you go back to your hotel, then you start to change, then you get on the bus, then you go to the venue, then you're there 20 minutes early, then you go to the reception or the ceremony, then you get to the cocktail hour. It could have been it could be four or five hours before you've actually eaten something. You know, maybe you had brunch that day and you didn't didn't think about it. So I was trying to give them some idea that I I think it's important when you're putting drinks in people's hands, there's food. You might want a little something for people. Mm -hmm. Just a little Nosh. And uh You know, and I said, well, let's work. We have, we have reasonably priced things. It's not going to break your bank, but so just giving and sharing advice and doing it in a way that made them feel comfortable comfortable and like, okay, yes, we probably need that. We're not going to, you know, it's not going to be a hard upsell. We're just going to kind of try to satisfy a need. Um,
0: Does Okay. For me, coming from a florist perspective, you know, they'll have pictures from Pinterest Um, Do you get a lot of the Pinterest pictures? I know you would probably. Do you, Mark, get as much? So, So it's interesting. So we come from the perspective of like, you know, here is this, and it's like, speaking of budget, and they have it in their head, that's what I want but no concept of how to get, you know, w- w- what's going to drive that monetarily, uh, labor wise, everything, t- the whole thing, you know, is this a focus? So, you know, you have to kind of come into the, the mix of this when you start to decide, am I a huge, like we were talking about earlier off mic, if you're a foodie, you know, or where does it come in that you're going to maybe pick a venue that we talked about that, um, May have its own food provided, but, you know, might not offer as extensive of, you know, um, various food allergy uh, amenities and
1: uh, be able. They're not going to create the menu that you dream of. They probably Mm -hmm. have some packages and they have some sort of set menus and and they'll vary and they'll play a little bit. But sure, you might get something that's a little bit more, you know, these are the things that we can offer. We do them very well. Right. Um, And these are successful but you've got four menus to choose from
0: right they're they're more control you know they have to yeah. be more um like you said package oriented or group oriented because they're running the whole whole thing and that's usually the way they operate right. whereas if you come to somebody like an individual caterer such as you especially you've been in the business long you can sit down with somebody and really kind of tailor it tailor make it to their taste to their individual um, eating habits, or people that come from, you know, their their brother-in-law who is celiac or something. I had a sure. bride that, that's celiac and was having trouble finding a a cake maker in town that could be a a, a kitchen that is a, a bona fide kitchen like that. A, a, what's it called when you have a kitchen that's certified?
1: Commissary kitchen, sort of, certified. Yeah,
0: kitchen. and so she was going to get her cake from DC which was, I found interesting because there's so many different, that's, what's amazing about food. That's why I am saying their dance is a lot more complicated yeah. because you have life or death situation yeah. there, and you can't be messing around with this stuff. Yeah, and true. so you want it to go really smoothly and um, they've got quite a lot of balls to, to keep up in the air and make sure that everybody gets plated and warm and perfect and nobody, you know, gets a peanut sauce that they can't eat. Um, and the other thing with Pinterest with us is there's, So much to sit down with them and say, okay, let's. let's think about a, the budget and as flowers really, you know, where you want to put your costs because in, in my situation, people, I often get this, they want to come play with flowers, you know, or come hang out and learn flowers. And there's a lot, I'm sure Marcus has probably learned. There's a lot more into the back end of the flowers that where you're loading and moving like a caterer every weekend, all your stuff, and you're breaking down boxes, you're bringing in stuff. You've got to have multiple vans and staff going in different directions. And it's, it's a, a lot more that meets the eye, you know, that they, you, you kind of have to let them know an arbor can happen like that, but it's going to be delivered and put up and erected. And I always, fires. I always use the analogy of a duck swimming it's like on top of the water
2: they look so peaceful and everything's so smooth and underneath their feet are like churning you know (laughs) and that's like how we are it's like we want to provide this experience to the bride that's just magical and flawless yes and um they don't know what goes on behind the scenes. So we have to sit down and tell them. Yeah. I mean, you know, to a degree, but, you know, we, we try to keep it as magical, but afterwards, you know, we have a talk with our artists it's like, Oh yeah, okay. We got to do this and we got to do that. We got to make sure this happens and that happens. And, you know, but I think that's also, um, one of the fun things as a vendor is to, you know, see it through their eyes and how. Beautiful and magical it all i is. and I to love keep save. that
0: image for them that's what they you, want I like the Pinterest they can come blank they can come in here with like you said they don't know they can come in completely blank and then you just start and really work with them and the biggest thing I find is just finding the language that bridges the person that doesn't know something about food or know something about flowers and being able to sit down with them and find the language that bridges the gap, that they understand what we're going to have happen for them and make and create. And, and, and it can take some pulling out, you know, and the pictures help, you know um, you can bring pictures or not, you know, I can bring show pictures or they'll sometimes have boards and really organized and lots of pictures and you kind of tease through them and try to figure out their favorite and, keep going and keep digging. And why do you like this one? Is it the flowers? No, 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 no. I don't really like the flowers. I just like the the, the, the greens in this one. I just like the green, you know. So then you keep going and you keep going. It's like this so investigative process.
1: Can I, so do you yeah, find what? that, do you guys' colors connect? The flower colors and the makeup colors? It's, we always that- ask
2: what the flower what flowers are and what the colors are. Only, you know, because... You know, I always tell brides at the end of the day, we want to do what's going to make with makeup, their face beautiful, Mm -hmm. not necessarily like matchy matchy with that or this, you know, we just want to make sure it doesn't clash or that it compliments. But, you know, at the end of the day, their face is the priority. And, you Mm -hmm. know, like you're not going to put, you know, clashing colors that aren't going to bring their eyes out. Like, you know, if they have green eyes, obviously a purple is going to bring it out really a lot. Um, Smoky. Yeah. You know, and sometimes they say they want things, but they don't really know the verb the words to describe what they really want so you do have to kind of communicate with them you know as far as you know sometimes they'll say oh i want a smoky eye okay right. but then they're like but i like a natural look i don't really want to look like i'm wearing that much makeup okay so you don't want an actual smoky, smoky eye you don't want black anywhere you just want it to be like well done which we can do
0: um, <laughs> exactly so usually that's how it is almost you know really rare you have to show them the lang what what it actually means to you know and 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 it gets there. some people though come in and they know they're they'll know everything you know they're like, I know this flower, I want this 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 it's it's fascinating each time is you know it's it's always a an a, um, a new new experience, you know
1: so Anne is it hard to um, have to sometimes show a prospective bride or client or the bridesmaid, whoever it is mm. to actually take them away from that Pinterest photo that they've brought you <laughs> to, to say, Hey, listen, you know, you're not realizing this, but your eyes are beautiful and hazel and, Absolutely. and, and I need to draw on that. And, mm-hmm. and so this color here that you've shown me looks great on this picture because cuz she's got green eyes yep. and that's going to look oh, totally different Or her eye on shape you. is different
2: and yeah no and we so get that's of all the time so one of the things we always tell brides is you know this photo's amazing usually it is but our version on you is going to look slightly different because we're going to a bring out your features and on this on this photo you know she's got green eyes uh, yours are brown um, yeah, we can use those colors on you, but they're not going to be pop as, what, as much as if we use, you know, a different color palette. Um, and usually brides are like, yeah, OK, I see that. And, right. you know, at the end of the day, they're almost pretty much all the time happy with what we're doing.
1: But that's what makes you truly a professional. Because-
2: yeah, is the fine line of, um, well, in our professional opinion, that may not look as flattering on you.
1: But we'll try it.
2: But different Uh, than
1: somebody who might come along and say, well, I I do makeup. I look really great when I put my makeup on. Right. And you're actually not thinking about it from a self perspective. It's really from a professional seeing all the colors. Totally. But, you tones.
2: know, at the end of the day, what the bride wants overrides any professional perspective. I mean, we've had it before where, you know, brides want this really heavy, dark underneath. And in photos, that doesn't really look so good. And for bridal, it's not yeah. so great. And when you cry, the black underneath is a first to go. Um, And so, you know, it's like... That might not be the best thing, but some some people, you know, they don't like the way they look without it. Like they're really married to that look and that's how they want to be. And if that's the case, you know, you have to deliver that on their wedding day.
0: You know, this is a question. This question comes up of Project Runway all the time. How much of the designer goes in it and how much is it? Is it the, the client? You know, you have 50/50. to fifty fifty. You have to do a fine balance of, No, the bride's wants are really important. Yeah, you, you I know, would if, say uh, but you're but but you need to tell them that it might bleed or you know, or oh, you we need always to tell educate. them that they're starving. <laughs> 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 and they're gonna go hypoglycemic and fall over. You know, I mean you know, these are things that they don't think about because it's a one big extravaganza to them. And the one thing though about the the Weddings nowadays, too, that people come together, I wanted to circle back about is that um, I find that weddings more and more are really special because it's a certain time only maybe once a year that a number of years that people get together. They haven't seen their cousins or their grandparents or they're stationed around the world. We work around the world. We're all over the place. We're all scattered everywhere. And it's it, it is about the bride and groom, but it's also about the family coming together you know, and um, sharing those memories. Because when we all cross that shiny river, as my mom likes to say, who's super Southern, um, when we cross that shiny river, we don't know what happens, Karen. Well, I'll tell you, you know, you don't, except my father passed away. And when I noticed he went all the way back to being uh, in the hospital in a room, the things he was talking about and packing up were the memories. That's all. And so what we help create are really good memories, yeah. That they pack up, yeah, absolutely. And we create that magic, and Charlottesville provides this beautiful setting, you know, to bring families together and host all these different family, you know, members of your family in Charlottesville. And um, I think we do a darn good job.
1: I, I love agree. the fact that uh, one one of my favorite things to say, and sometimes it's a sell. Sometimes in terms of giving somebody a a sense of, hey, don't, you know, this is a moment and don't lose sight of it. Um, And what I love about it is that as this moment gets further and further away from the point that it happened, it seems to never lose its truth. And the point is, I always tell people about my wedding and I always tell them how amazing the experience was, how amazing the party was, how amazing getting all those people together was, and truthfully, how, you know, really how those memories have really lasted, lasted. for, Absolutely. you know, and they, they are a lifetime, I think, uh, cause I can sense that they're not going away anytime soon. And so that's a very cool thing to share, uh, with somebody and just to really give them a Perspect- perspective and it's weird to do it when you're sort of selling the wedding to talk about your wedding a little bit and be like, well, uh, here's my. You know, I kind of went through this. Yeah, here's Mm -hmm. my personal experience. But it is actually one of the most truthful and real things that I can actually tell somebody. I had the best weekend ever. Like, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah,
0: and also remember to enjoy the ride. Yeah, take your hands off the wheel and let the let. The will makeup artist Anne Kupler. Yeah, sit back, relax, staff, have fun. Just let us be do your our border thing. collies Absolutely. and get you in that chair and make you moss beauty, moss yeah. most beautiful person. I say it's not their job and to then, worry about these things. It's ours. We'll and do it. Mark will get you fed. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you talk about no matter it's one hundred and fifty people or four hundred and fifty people, he will sit you down and have a good meal.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: is there anything?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, um you would like to add, Anne. Yeah, sure.
2: Well, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Go ahead. Um, Well, I know that you asked one of the things that the brides don't think about, and you know, Mm -hmm. um, my portion is just really
0: microscopic um, because we're in our own little world getting ready. It's like. Our own little it world. It is. We knock on your little world door and have to <laughs> deliver like, the bridal bouquets, and we're like, "Hello, <laughs> can we crash the party?" They are just having a blast
2: in there, and it's I know, like, you know, the music's playing, the, and they're. just But usually, we get squeals. Oh, the flowers oh, are here! Yeah, I mean, it's just all smiles and giggles. Um, One of the things that the brides don't really think about that we recommend often are false eyelashes. Because they make the photos really pop. Um, I always say they make people look like themselves in the photo because um, even though they are fake um, in photos, typically eyes will look smaller and look more washed out and the Mm -hmm. face in general will have more redness and the camera just picks up all these things. And um, when we have professional makeup done, and we have the eyes really popping, um, it just looks fantastic. And not to mention the fact that the adhesive that we use is a liquid latex, so it is waterproof.
0: So when brides cry, they um, be we are off. good to they go. go. They ain't gonna be rolling down on your cheek. Yeah. Well, I it's interesting because I had a bride in here who was you know I think she just she'd been to a makeup artist, and so I was like looking at her and looking at her and i was like okay i just have to say this i'm really really jealous of your beautiful eyelashes i'm like <laughs> i got stubbies mom nobody gave me good ones and i and they're blonde so they're like i'm like nakey <laughs> and i was just like i was like those are the most amazing they must be natural she goes nope they're fake and i was like whoa and so she had them like glued in there like individual real hair ones or uh-huh. something and that's what she was doing they were phenomenal I will say and I was like oh I need to go get that done you can just do even just she just did the tops they were fabulous yeah they. they and really- Mark has them on right now I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> they look fabulous no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I we will, I will edit that out.
1: <laughs> well, I was just thinking, it was like even on, on a Sunday morning, I got up and got it all done.
0: Right <laughs> yeah, now. you got all the, you got the fake little plugs in there and the eyebrows and the, no, but the um, eyelashes are kind of cool.
2: Yeah, and the photos, they really make a difference. And on your wedding day, you want to look like the most beautiful version. So you would say,
0: version. think about your timeline, if you want to giggle and gaggle with the girls, but you'll handle it. It's in your, your driving. Yeah. You've got border collies right there and willing and ready to make sure you stay online so and a nice eyelashes. Yeah, a nice no, no, I know in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Keep them on, keep them on task. Keep them so that other yeah. guests with aren't that, waiting
1: uh, with that statement. So I, let me ask you this, cause I think this is a, a, again, pinning down to another thing that I think is worth. And again, we're looking at it holistically. So we're going to kind of cover this piece <laughs> in the conversation, but how does it relate to you? Mm-hmm. Because when we start breaking it down, we talk about staff a lot. Mm-hmm. And how, how does it relate to you in terms of having the right number of people there to kind of do the job and not shortchange the, you know. Yeah. Oh, you can't, I mean, you can't do me and my three girlfriends just or by my yourself.
0: Or
2: bridesmaids. You
1: know, <laughs> you know well, we uh, always
2: have a team, unless it's a bride only, which we rarely do. We always have a team. It's the only way. It's the only way, unless it's a really small gig. But we we typically specialize in larger groups though. Yeah, you know, so you've that's kind of, of our yeah, it's kind of our thing. Um, is kind of the bigger groups. And so, you know, we have a whole internally a whole system of how we do it and how we divide it up and how we do all that. So it's kinda
0: That's why it's all noticed, pretty seamless. That's why I've noticed that they and we you, always you, she early. does get them when you like, cause you know, when you have six, seven women getting ready. Yeah. You, you gotta have some staff on you. Absolutely. You know, if you're have you to be amazing
2: in. and yeah. they have to be fast and they have to be good and polite and wonderful. And, um, I'm really blessed to say that we, we have a great team. You know, I always tell my artists, you know, we're like a tripod. We all have to be happy. Me, the company, the artist and the bride. If one of us falls, the whole thing falls. Like we all have to love what we're doing, love being there and being passionate and happy. It has to be a synergy and a good vibe. That's what all brides deserve is a happy, if good
0: vibe. that won't spill over. Right. Yeah. Because if you're in there with them, your energy can go into their energy. So it's important.
2: Yeah. And also, you know, we're, we're very lucky. A lot of people are like, oh, do you get bridezillas? You get these crazy stories. It's like, you know, honestly, our brides are really cool. We don't have these crazy stories. I think more in the movies, they like to blow it up. But most of the time, people are happy being there. They're happy being there and they're happy about their day. And we just ride that wave as much as we can. And if somebody's negative, we just try to, you know, spin it around into a positive way. And, you know, most of the time people those few moments before they walk down the aisle are important and they need to be in a good mental space. And so having a team that's going to really take care of them and pamper them and give them a little love, um, is, is fun.
0: It's, it's a great, it's a great role to have. You come in it, yeah, it's interesting. Cause I'll, I say, it's always a dance too with, with when we're sitting around the table, depends on who's in the room with us, because it could be the mother, even the father, the groom and the bride and, Um, family dynamics and the energy and sort of like the unknown sometimes makes people have fear and however anybody's processing that kind of anxiety and they're all like wanting it something that somebody has something that they're invested or want to see into it or expect expectations that we all have. So this energy comes out and it's like, you don't know how they're going to process it. So you never know. So you have to kind of have a psych degree a little bit to just sort of manage, (laughs) Their expectations and a little bit of anxiety that can, that turns maybe into fear because then fear makes people do some, you know, not so always normal things. So you just kind of have to talk them off some of the things or get them come back to the table and think about it from another perspective. We have so there's at the little-
2: trial sometimes, you know, yeah. going into it, the unknown. Sometimes they've never had their makeup done. Sometimes they've had it done and got screwed over. People made them look like a clown and they're like scared. And, you yeah. know, I mean, these kinds of things happen, but it's just a matter of reassuring them and, you know, making them look good and making them feel good. Well, yeah, ultimately, and, you ultimately know, at I the end put, put, of the day, you could turn you know, we, around we, in the we chair. D- we know what we're doing. We we are professionals. We know what we're doing, and we're going to make them look fantastic. And it's just a matter of time. So, you know, we, we are actually, we're very confident in that. Um, and it, it usually works out. And if there's something they don't like, we change it. It's the beauty of hair as well and makeup. Um, but, you know, as far as one of the things you said as to, for brides to know going into it um, would be, I, I think another point to touch would be to not do the trial run too early. I think some brides have this anxiety. It's like, oh, well, I just need to make sure that they're good. So I got to do it now. And then later on, they change their mind. I find that it's best to do the trial run closer to the wedding because mm-hmm. then they've decided how many people are going to be there, you know, what the vibe is going to be of the day, what the flowers will like, like what yeah. the colors are, what the dresses are, what all these things are. They're already in place. So they want to have loose kind of vines. Are they going to you know, be really want more, the more classic? More classical yeah. and, or more it whimsical. It all and falls stuff. into place. Exactly. So and you- it's hard to make those decisions on hair and makeup because it's, it's more like a supplemental decision rather than like one of the big decisions, like a big decision on the flowers, a big decision is the colors, a big, um, you know, those things.
0: And food, yeah, <laughs> venue, food. I think the top things are they think about their venue, venue d- rain, dress, food,
1: you know, before those, all those and things then things comes set.
0: flowers after that, because the, the, we are setting the, the food and the, this is what I was talking about memories before we set, it's like a a symphony, an orchestra, you know, and you have how much of the bass do you want? How much of the woodwind do you want? You know, how much comes together? So, you know, each part adds its element and how much you're going to let them uh, the conductor play, you know, or, or bring in to The symphony. So when you sit down, what they're packing up is the smells of the flower, the visual, the linens, everything coming together, the lighting, something they forget, Mm -hmm. lighting, 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 lots of fire, fire, fire. I'm a big proponent of real flame. Um, All of that comes into play. and, And often I find that if they haven't worked those kinks out, that down the road, it can all shift. Like I've had brides who come really early to me maybe a year or two, it's like, uh, it's now early. it's way too early yeah. because they're going to go through. Well, now it's not pink at all. Yeah. We had to go recently. It. So, did her trial a year before the wedding. And I told her, sweetie,
2: I don't think that's the best idea. Are you sure? And she said, yes, I'm sure. Okay. Well, at the end of the day, we do what the bride wants. Guess what? She got pregnant, <laughs> delayed the wedding another year. So, you know, things happen. <laughs> it was the first time that ever happened to us. It was so
0: crazy, but
2: it happens. I, you know, it, it is, it is better to do the hair and makeup trial when you know, whether you want your hair to be whimsical and soft or classical, and whether you've, when you've already picked out your dress and, you know, those things are already in place. You know where your are vent- is. Unless if you're, you're, if you're out crazy, getting married like, in a field. Obsessed hair yeah. and makeup person. You're like, I know I want to look this way and everything else has to make, you know, go around that. And it's like, all right, fine. Well, then we'll do the trial first. But, you know, most of the time it's best to do it later on um, when
0: they've got all these other big decisions and plan, you know. And food. Of. When does food do you think come in? F- top five? Fourth?
1: Oh, third? Uh, well, it's one of the first four. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I that's I what I figured. It's, it's basically venue. You know, it's venue florist photographer.
0: We've got to be one of the last. Photographers up there, too. they, yeah. they, they, they the, There's a lot of talent in photography. But for whatever reason, they want, they they know that's the way they're going to save it for their own mind to, you know, to refer back to it.
1: So yep. they, they start looking and, around. And, and then now these days, wedding planner, because a lot of our venues are at the minimum requiring a day of planner. So mm-hmm. you're, you're you're kind of starting to feel that out. But that can happen a little bit further down the road, but usually you're sorting out the first four. They tend to be your, probably your four biggest expenses. Yeah. I would imagine. By Um, the
2: time they get to us, they've got venue settled. They've got florists picked out. If they don't have a photographer, we're like, you know, pick one, you gotta have one. (laughs) Um, And the food is already done months before, you know, the cake is already done. All these things are already done. We're one of the last. You are? Mm -hmm. I think they book us early. But then we actually do our thing closer to the wedding
0: because it's more artistic. Right. So we need to have some of those things already said. Okay. So you say maybe wait when you get your kinks out, book you, then set up appointment to come on in after the rest is settled. Yeah. And the dust is settled. Yeah. That you know what you're. Because
2: otherwise what happens is they, you know, we do the trial too early and then they change their mind. Right. And what's the point of doing the trial? If they change their mind, of course, we accommodate, we make it work. But, you know. The point of the trial is to have a plan.
0: Well, and if they're coming from out of town, it's a lot of time to try to get to all these different vendors. We're all located. Charlottesville's not a a huge area, but from go to one area to here to there to meet everybody, it can it can it can backs people up, you mm-hmm. know. All right, so I just want to thank you guys for coming in. Um, it was, it was a pleasure game. to be here.
1: Yeah, thank you for hosting.
0: Um and. We'll have other topics. One of the things I want to do is have you guys back with a bride, perhaps, after the experience. <laughs> and see their perspective on what they think they missed or what they That's thought. interesting. On the flip side. So, but for now, we're going to wrap it up at sort of our tea time at the cottage at Foxdale Cottage Floral or the Wedding Fox. Thank you so much for tuning into The Wedding Fox, brought to you by Karen and her talented team at Foxtail Cottage Floral in Crozet, Virginia. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or at foxtailcottage.com. Tune in next time as Karen continues to unpack the business of love.